This podcast is brought to you by listeners like you through Patreon and Coffee.com. Thank you. We're also brought to you by Libris Arcana. Stay tuned during this podcast for more information and promo codes. I told you yesterday the cravings for magical items would get worse. There's, I didn't hear that part. And he kind of looks at Nork. Whoops. <laughs> as far as I knew, oh. all I did was turn my hair purple. Oh, uh, I. I'm sorry, I, I forgot I actually just told Nork that he looks a little embarrassed and he continues with the uh, ritual. Definitely the priority of that information. Well, I don't know all of the details, but honestly, I'm not too surprised. Hmm. What? You're predictable. It's shiny, you want it. Rand's looking offended, but for a split second, well, she goes from offended to just like, oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. So he finally finishes with the last uh, bit of water that's sprinkled on some kind of feather. And, you know, there's been a lot of like multiple steps going on. And uh, he he looks, he stands very still, nods his head a couple of times. Where Wherever your friend Nilkus went, it's going to be very, very hard to get him back. Did he go to another plane? Yes. Alonzo's going to smirk at Norik. Are we eight? In a place here where perhaps there's a thin barrier between the planes, or not so? Well, there's another problem that's going about. Uh, we're in this cycle every 250 years where the uh, planes, the walls of the planes, all get extremely thin. thin. And so uh, he could be about anywhere. Hopefully he landed in a nice one. Uh, of all of the uh, of all of the planes, how many would you say are nice versus not? About two. Only two. Well, you're studying one. Okay. What's the other one? He doesn't quite answer that, and uh, he just turns around. Well, I think it's fine time that uh, we go over to the library and research your problems. We'll be going to see to that thing in the basement first. Oh, well, uh, that needs to be taken care of uh, very specifically. 
Um, Don't worry, I can handle well, it. No, no, Alonzo will not be handling this. Um, I'm Austere, already can all you send someone? Austere, can you send someone of appropriate capability to take care of it? Well, you will I have a questioning. Clerk. My capabilities as a cleric, Nork? You know I do I have. don't need to question your capabilities. Well, Nork, I know that you don't understand a lot of magical things and holy things. It's but... true. However, I do understand intentions and is going to stare Alonso's going to put on kind of a condescending tone and kind of shuffle closer to austere like... Like the like the parents are having the talk with the little kid kind of air. Even if his god is evil, likes to suck the mucus out of babies' skulls, that deity probably would not want that altar down there. It would want a much worse altar, but it wouldn't want that specific altar down there. So right now, I would just say that maybe your um everybody is in alignment in what they want now if there's another altar that comes down there and it's made out of human bones and meat then you probably shouldn't trust your cleric at all and he smiles and alonzo's just gonna smile back and they also turn to work and be like also my fees are significantly cheaper Uh, if I understand, uh, we don't own this house, and uh, we're just, uh, it's its being loaned to us for the time being? Yes, that, that is right. Oh, then I believe it would be your responsibility and of no cost to us to take care of problems with the property. I'll what? volunteer. See? <laughs> Brand's going to butt in and say... Landlords, am I right? As much as I don't like which god he's talking to, I'm going to go on a limb and trust him. That's quite a limb there. Well, you are in the same house as him and sleeping in the same house as him. That's quite a limb, most people would say. Oh, I would agree. So, having him cast out, uh, I think they were Fae, is probably a thing he does almost daily if he's a cleric that does that sort of thing. And he looks at Alonzo. And Alonzo just gives him the look like, yeah, of course, he does that all the time. Yeah, he's a cheap wedding cleric. And, and Alonzo's just going to laugh. And Alonzo's <laughs> going to kind of glare at Rayan. But- Yes, but qualified, certified cheap wedding cleric. Thank you very much. I can handle it. Uh, you, you said your name was Austere? Yes, I'm Austere. The, one of the heads of, on one of the... Uh, ugh. He's hot, Austere. He's big shit. Uh, <laughs> he's... Uh, oh, gosh. I just... His title just totally blanks out. Yeah, Magical College. He's one of the advisors on the Magic Console. That's who he is. I think we met yesterday. I'm Alonzo Whitmire. He was giving him his fishy handshake and trying to make it a little less fishy. Yeah, and Austere has a huge hand. He is a large, large man. 
Uh, and it also doesn't help that he's like wearing full plate armor. But it's the most magnificent magical full plate armor that you've probably ever seen in your life. Well, Alonzo's seen a lot of things, but maybe this is the most magical armor you've seen in your life. Maybe. So it's just going to smile inversionally. Well, Ram, let's uh, get to the library and uh, research your stuff. Alonzo, I'm pretty sure you can take care of your little problem down there. I already smell the baby animal fat candle on you, and he winks. Alonzo just winks back and gives an inexplicable smile to everyone else, like a weird little joke. Yeah, and you guys all kind of smell something like weird and sweet in the air. I it's, it's clashing with Alonzo's cologne. Yeah, it's clashing with his usual stench. <laughs> it's very fancy cologne. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Ran, he lets you lead. Uh, he act, Now, he probably goes in front of you, expects you to come with him, and uh, he goes out and toward the carriage. Do you follow? Oh, yeah. Yep. It's the nicest carriage that you've ever been in. Huh. And probably the only carriage you've ever been in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, if she was in a carriage, it would probably be one she'd piggybacked, like, on a fair or something for free. At most. Yeah. We're going to pause things for a moment and have a word from our sponsors. Libris Arcana. Do you like role-playing games, but you have no dice? Are you a dice dragon and just need a horde dice? Libris Arcana has you covered. Libris Arcana offers both a monthly and quarterly subscription to get dice. Yeah, that's right. They send you dice monthly or every three months. They also sell individual dice sets and great leather protective book covers for your gaming manuals. Go to www.librisarcana.com. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A.com to find out more. And if you use the promo code SWORDFALLFAN, you get a discount. Look in the description below for more details. And now back to the story. Well, this one's fully covered. It has nice seats that are actually padded. Uh, there's windows to keep out the elements. And there's even a driver who's all bundled up this morning. Uh, you notice after you get out of the house, it's, it's extremely cold. Like, okay. it's winter. <laughs> and um, you guys start going. Uh, the drive isn't that far. Um, you just start going through the wiry, strange streets of uh, the Magic College. Uh, you watch the streets go by, and 
it seems like there are twists and turns that shouldn't be there and hills and everything else and uh give me a perception check let's see what you notice i it's a little confusing for you uh, it's hard to make out a mental map and um your magic spidey sense is kind of tingling there's something magical going on i have a question did i go alone with austere or what happened with nork um was nork gonna come come along to the library uh, as they were leaving uh nork will i'll say i have uh some some errands of my own to uh see to uh, go on ahead everything will be fine here And you guys don't know where Ash is at the moment. Probably assuming that that lazy bum's still in bed. Or he just left earlier in the morning. One of the two. Hmm. Um, sword books. <laughs> and, uh... Morning coffee with Herberta. Uh... <laughs> Using message. <laughs> uh, I think that probably would not be, uh regular site but so you guys start going through the streets through the mess of strange dimensional like ways that one could move throughout uh, at one point you swear the cart even though it's moving forward was actually going sideways and uh, after a few minutes uh, you are at a large building it um has spires that travel into the sky it looks like it might be three stories but knowing the magic college it could be 20. um it's nicely decorated on the outside it has two sets of large double doors um and it it has all sorts of carvings and gargoyles on the outside and this is the library of the Mage College. Rand's jaw just drops at the sight of this. She's like, oh my gosh, I've never seen such an ornate building. Well, get, um, once you start becoming more familiar with the grounds, you'll, you'll see more overly or ornate buildings. The, uh, <laughs> Console, um, their their housing is uh, a little too extravagant for my taste. Any kind of size. Let's let's go in, and uh, he opens one of the large double doors up or open, I should say. And you go in. It takes you a moment uh, for your eyes to adjust because it's that whole coming inside to a little bit darker building. And the inside looks a lot like that magic vault that you were all in at once. It has large arches. It has rows upon rows of books. There are multiple chambers. It also has multiple stories that you can look up and there are actually like uh, chandeliers that are just hanging 
but you can't really quite tell what they're hanging on. And there's wall sconces, and uh, when you get in, there is just a one room solidly for uh, um, what are they called? Index cards. So you can actually find whatever you're looking for. Well, welcome to the library. On a Fortunately, I have to run and do some business. Um, I think there's a volunteer for you somewhere. And he looks around and points to someone. And Phoenix, what does that someone look like? Um, Audra is a moon elf with pale white skin with a little hint of blue under darker lighting. Um, she's got long, icy blue tresses that fall just below her waist. She has a slender, petite frame and long, delicate fingers. She appears almost doll-like, and she has bright silver eyes. And she's wearing the uniform of the Magic College, which is maroon and gold. Yeah, she she matches the color scheme of Austere right now. Austere smiles. Thank you for volunteering. Um, I'm pretty sure you'll find out that both of you have some things in common he he gives he, both of you a sly smile she gives a warm smile back and she extends her hand and goes it is a pleasure to meet you my name is audra zafiros i will be guiding you today Marianne, it's a pleasure um when your hands connect um audra can you give me a wisdom saving throw really quickly no dear you don't get it as bad as when Ash did it, but there's something hugely magical wrong with Ran. Like, there's some power within her that's frightening to most, but you've experienced things that probably would frighten those who aren't easily frightened. She just gives a genuine smile back and um, says, so, shall we go? All right. After you, I have no clue where to go. Out of um, character? I don't either, so... Uh, I was about to say, uh, Audra has been instructed to... Um, actually, has been given confidence and the um, responsibility of holding on to one of the keys for a restricted section uh, that has things about... Um, the first mother and a few other, um, active, um, beings. Let's just call them beings. <laughs> so these oh, are okay. highly magical, um, humans and creatures and, uh, celestial beings and, um, Infernal beings. Uh, this is pretty much like the section on the major schools most wanted. Okay. Would would she know what Rayanne was looking for, or should she ask her? Um, you just know she needs access into this section. Um, and you're someone gave you the responsibility of going into this and hopefully trusting that you won't pick up any books. 
Okay. Um, so she's gonna keep walking ahead and making sure that Rianne is behind her and she just goes, so I see you were looking for the restricted sections of the college. There are many secrets that are kept here that are very valuable. Uh, yeah, I was looking for details on the first mother and possibly her children. I see. Then we will head there first. And uh, you can give me either a history or arcana check to see if you've heard of that, Audra. Nope. I you've heard you've probably read a story or two on the first mother. I mean, you don't know much about it, but it's definitely a name that does stand out because not everybody calls them selves the first mother. <laughs> um, would she at least know where the section is? Um, yeah, actually, um, she would. You would know where around it is. It's not like the biggest room in the library, um, but they are looking like there is one of the librarians with a full cart of books that they're uh, hauling in as you guys are going in. And um, both of you give me a perception check. <laughs> uh, they're pretty hefty books uh, some of them are uh, dusty they have a lot of words on the covers um, yeah I mean it just kind of darts on by and uh, you know the person opens the um, it's actually literally a um large gate built into the side of the wall. He opens the uh, door to the gate with a small key, closes it behind him, and doesn't even ask if you want to go through or anything, but it looks like with most of the people who are going in and out, they are making sure they're fully closing the door before they um, leave the door behind. Okay, so she's going to do the, the same thing. Yep. Do you let Rianne through first? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. This podcast is powered by listeners like you. Thanks. Please like, comment, rate, share, and subscribe wherever you can. Consider supporting us through Patreon, Coffee.com, or by hitting the listener support button on our Anchor.fm page. Follow and interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Discord. For all these links, look in the description below. If you liked our podcast, consider listening to these other great podcasts. A long, long time ago, in a land far away named Phylor, there were four legendary adventurers. We are the Adventurers Four, renowned across the land. 
Using their cunning and strength, the party defeats many monsters and saves many lives. Nick takes her fairy blade and stabs it into his other eyeball. Oh, oh my gosh! Can, can you go jump on my back? Do I cast Expeditious Retreat? Like, yeah. Uh, can Bob roll a d20 for me? I don't like that. I, I don't like how you asked that. D20 business. What if I rolled a one? What if I told you I just rolled a one? Come and join us weekly at How the Quest Was Won. Found anywhere where podcasts are located. Purchase not necessary. No real magic was used in the making of this podcast.